Good morning. For you will not delight in sacrifice, for I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite spirit. O God, you will not despise. I'd ask you to stand and join us this morning in worshiping and seeking that broken spirit and a contrite heart, one of humility and acknowledgement of our Creator and His power and our um, just inabilities without Him. Let's sing together and reflect on the Lord's beauty this morning. Jesus. 
Jesus say, come unto me and rest. Lay down, O weary one, lay down your head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was so weary, worn and sad. I found in him a resting place and he Come set your rule and reign in our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray, and unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope, like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade us now. church and we need your power in us we seek your kingdom first we hunger and we thirst refuse to waste our lives for your our joy and prize to see the captives hearts release the hurt the sick, the poor, at peace, we lay down our lives for heaven's call. We are your church, and we pray revive this earth. And build your kingdom darkness fear. Show your mighty hand. Heal our streets and the lands and set 
turn with us to hymnal worship book number 506 in your blue book. This is a song that is most likely unfamiliar to most of you. So what we're going to do with this is if you could follow along uh, we'll sing the first verse, and then we'll come back and sing the first verse again, and you can join in once you get a little bit of a sense. 506 in the blue.
and delivered me from all my fears. Oh man, I love when I can get to the park before anyone's there. I get to read my paper in quiet. There's not going to be any kids, you know, playing on the playground this Sunday morning, ruining my quiet time. Uh, That bench looks nice. Where did I stash my paper? Still reading last week's. This thing's fat, you know, it takes a while to read it. Hey, Garrett. Well, I'm just sitting on this invisible bench right here. Have a seat. Read the paper. The old knees don't work like they used to. 
A lot of crime, a lot of crime. No, oh, we're sitting on this invisible bench. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Sometimes we sit on false comforts in our life. We, we get used to the way things are and the way things are always done. And it's kind of like this invisible bench in which we've grown comfort on. We sit there comfortably. And... Uh, we do a lot of this in our own lives, the way we have rhythms in our families, but also in the ways that we do church. Some of those things that we considered a staple of our church might not have been a staple 100 years ago, but they're comfortable to us now. This morning, the pastors have a, a little bit of an announcement for you, and we're talking about how we as a church can grow together more. One of the first things that someone said to me, as you pastors come forward, one of the first things that someone said to me when I came here is, I wish generations knew each other a little better. I wish we could blend and be together. And um, I'm moving benches here, sorry. Something else that has struck us lately is there's a lot of statistics that say church is at a stage where we've created so many programs that our kids grow up in junior church, they grow up in youth group, and then they graduate and not know that Sunday morning church is for them as well. The idea that we've created this subculture, and when they graduate high school, they graduate youth group, and they grow into the real world without realizing there's a community to be had. Part of that is because we don't cross generation enough anymore. So this morning, Bob is going to be introducing an idea that we're calling intergenerational classes. Well, beginning in March and continuing through April and May for 13 Sundays, we will have an opportunity to study across those generations from the youth all the way on, on up to the most uh, senior person in our congregation. And um, one, of the, one of those classes will be taught by Jeff. Another one I, I will be teaching, and let me just say a few words about the class that I will teach on necessary conversations, and Chelsea will introduce a, a third class, and Jeff will introduce the class that he, that he will be uh, teaching. The class on necessary conversations is between adult children and their aging parents. So I hope we have both generations, both ad adult children and aging parents in that particular class. And we'll talk about how to discuss such topics as finances, where to live, health, and also the use of medical resources. Participants will learn the importance of planning and completing tasks for a good death. And let me just uh, show you a copy of the books that we will be using. Um, we'll use the book Necessary Conversations by Gerald and Marlene Kaufman, who are from this area. Both uh, are, are retired from doing counseling and have written this excellent resource. In addition, the main resource that we'll be using, which the, you will have an opportunity to, to have this book as you sign up for this class, 
is Living Thoughtfully and Dying Well, written by a medical doctor, Glenn Miller, who also, in his retirement, took uh, theological training at the seminary in Elkhart. We will also have and invite outside resource persons to increase the richness of this class. There'll be some videos, and uh, you'll hear a discussion. And in addition, we will have outside resource persons. We'll also use materials from Everence. Uh, what else should I tell you? Oh, we will not have a, a cla any classes on the international Sunday school lessons. So as we had agreed that Jeff and I would be teaching, and, and that was in the plans, and, but we decided we would like to have another alternative, a Bible book study. And as you may know, the pastors get together for each week, each, each week have a prayer time. So we're discussing this and praying about these, uh, these, this possibility of intergenerational classes. And as we were praying, Martha Souter's name came to my mind. So I asked her yet that day, I stopped by Norm and Martha's house that day and presented them with the opportunity. And last Sunday, Martha agreed that yes, she would teach that, uh, that class. And the class will be on Ephesians, and Chelsea will talk about that class. Um, I was really excited um, when Bob had shared that Martha's name had come to him while we were praying and um, was also excited when she accepted as well. Um, the study will be on Ephesians entitled The Study of Life in Christ. Um, the study will be about the abundant blessings of life in Christ, looking at our position in the heavenly places as well as our position in the body of Christ. Uh, we will also examine the mystery of Christ as revealed to Paul and study the prayers Paul prayed for the people. And this is coming from, from Martha, the description of the class. In addition, we will examine our walk personally and as it relates to family members. Lastly, we will learn to stand in the midst of opposition. So thank you very much, Martha. Hopefully that description was helpful. I forgot, and that is uh, you'll have an opportunity to sign up for these classes. And don't miss this opportunity beginning next Sunday. Uh, so that we know how many materials to get and where to have the classes located. Before I tell you where my class is at, I want to tell you a little bit of my story. So many of you know that I grew up in a church that disillusioned me, and I spent close to seven years outside of the church, mad at the church. What a lot of times people don't know is one of my last things that I still enjoyed about church was the 40-year-old man's divorce class. So our Sunday school had this class that was for 40 and above, and it was people that were divorced and struggling in their marriages. And so it was just this hobnodge group of marginalized people. And I was 18 and, 17 and 18 when I was attending this Sunday school class. No, younger, 16 and 17. And so I was 16 and 17 attending this class with 40 and above. And we had this great sense of community. Sure, it was a little odd. There was this guy that loved roller coasters, and that's all we ever talked about. No wonder he wasn't married. But anyway, <laughs> it was just this hobnodge group of just different people. But we 
made it across many generations, and we made family. And people mentored each other. The idea of spiritual mentoring is something we forgot. This idea that people that really aren't your mom and dad can sometimes play that role. And so that's what I'm most excited about this class. In some ways, it's reminding me of that 40-year-old men's divorced class. So my class uh, is going to be called The Forgotten God. And we're actually going to be looking at a DVD series by Francis Chan. He's a best-selling author. And uh, he wrote a book called The Forgotten God, which talks about rediscovering the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to watch a short video clip uh, about it and why the sound team is getting that ready. I just want to tell you this. Francis Chan is a powerful speaker. And on top of that, he has a powerful understanding of the Holy Spirit. One of his lines that he uses to describe this series is this. Um, Sadly, most believers today in in churches are known for talent and intellect rather than supernatural power. What's worse is that we're okay with it. Well, through the Forgotten God DVD series, I hope we can feel a compelling invitation to rediscover what it means to feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And so here's Francis Chan talking about his series. It's going to be a short DVD every Sunday, and then we'll have some conversation on it. Uh, It applies to all ages. And as Bob, me, and Chelsea uh, will stand in the back, Bob, Chelsea, and I stand in the back, we will hand out descriptions of what we just read so that you have the week to chew on them and think about uh, which one you would like to be part of. I hope you have the excitement that we have for them and the idea that we as a church can see the kingdom come in new ways because we're willing to bridge generations. This idea that we don't need to be together anymore in our age, that for once we need to be together as a church. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say a description of, it uh, seems that the computer doesn't want to work. So I'll just read my description, and I hope, uh, hope it carries the same impact. So the series that we're going to be doing is called Forgotten God, and it's a look at rediscovering the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in our church community. God put his spirit in us so we could be known for our power. 
Sadly, most believers and churches are known for talent and intellect, intellect rather than supernatural power. What's worse is that we've grown accustomed to it and okay with it. Through the Forgotten God DVD series by best-selling author Francis Chan, we will feel a compelling invitation to rediscover the Holy Spirit's power in our lives and pursue the Spirit-filled life of effectiveness that God desires. We're going to be using several other authors' resources in addition to Francis Chan's DVD study guide and book. No resources will be needed. We'll just watch a 15-minute video clip together. I'll share some thoughts, and then it will be open floor discussion time. We're also going to be looking at a book by Dr. Francis McNutt, who um, wrote a book called How the Church Almost, The Nearly Perfect Crime, How the Church Almost Killed the Gifts. So that'll be what we're going to be doing in my class, and uh, I hope you, some of you feel interested in it. Thank you. The video clip messed me up, too. <laughs> a couple things that I want to draw attention to as moderators. If you're a visitor, thank you for being here. I don't always fall on the floor and forget to moderate. Um, just wanted to tell you that this Wednesday night, 6.15 p.m., we're going to be having a gathering meal of pork and sauerkraut. So if you didn't get your New Year's fix of pork and sauerkraut yet, we invite you out. We're also using this Wednesday to kick off our new series, which is called Struggles. This idea that we log into Facebook and we look at our neighbors and we see the life they have. And we realize there's sometimes voids in our own life. This idea that we aren't always content with who we are. And so, this Wednesday night we're going to be starting a series called Struggles. And it's dealing with contentment. 6.15 every other Wednesday. Uh, throughout January and February, uh, we will gather for a meal. And then following the meal, we will watch the DVD and have conversation. If you're interested in it, please see Dan Neff. Dan, do you mind standing for people that don't know who you are? As if there's anyone in East Pete that doesn't know Dan. So that's Dan. Let him know if you're interested in coming. Also, uh, if you made a visit to your mailbox before you came in here today, new bylaws and handbooks have been distributed in them. Please revisit them on your way out so that you can review those. Uh, and Grace will uh, answer any questions, I believe. With that being said, I invite the ushers forward.
invite you to bow your heads and pray with me over the offering. Lord God, we just ask and entrust this money to you. Let it be about building your kingdom on this earth. Let it be about your renewal. Let it fuel the ministries and the work of East Petersburg Mennonite Church and the missionaries we support. Let it bring your kingdom about here locally and across the world. We ask you to bless it, to look after it, and we entrust it to you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, I dismiss the kids for Children's Church, and as I do that, I just want to draw your attention to one last thing. And inside the bulletin, Mary Brubaker put a wonderful letter, and I just really want to compliment us as a church and just the idea of when we're welcoming, how that can make a big difference to people. And so please take a second later today and read that letter. It's something that uh, I found definitely encouraging, and I hope you do as well. All right, kids, have fun.